podcast. I'm Alexis Miller. I this is my first time ever recording a podcast, so bear with me. Today I'm gonna be talking about a book that I published and wrote. I'm the author of Life Through My Eyes and I'm just gonna be reading a poem out of my book that I feel is very relevant to today's work. I'm gonna be reading a poem about police brutality and I know that can be a sensitive topic for some people but I'll try not to get too deep into it. The poem that I'm going to be reading is entitled, How Long? How long, Lord? Lord, how long? Must my people be in pain? Hold their heads down in shame. Always have to take the blame. Brown skin against blue uniform? It's like a quiet storm. My people always end up torn. Shots fired. Man down, another brother on the ground. Bloodshed, tears shed, another soul dead. Can we work things out instead? Come together, pray a while, help save another child. Lord, I'm calling, on my knees I'm falling. Hear my cry, hear my plea. Please, Lord, let my people be. Free to laugh, free to love, free to live. How much longer must I wait? How much more can I take? Jesus died so that we can live. This is a gift that he freely gives. No more hatred because of my brown skin. Don't let the devil win. Please, Lord, stop the violence and teach enemies silence. That was just a a basic touch on police brutality because it's impacting a lot of people in our country right now is just going on every day. You never know when it could be you, your family member, your friends, your neighbors. You just never know. My views on police brutality is it's taking everybody. It's taking brothers, dads, uncles, neighbors, cousins, friends. And it's not just men that are being killed by police brutality or beaten or something of that nature. It's women too. Sandra Bland is a perfect example of police brutality with women. It's not just men, it's men, women, and it's spreading and getting worse in our country right now. I have a special guest I'm going to bring on the air. Her name is Kalea Coleman and she's going to be sharing her views on police brutality. And as you already reiterated, Charlie is a very sensitive subject. So um, I would personally like to get into the nitty-gritty of it. Um, We're not getting too gritty. But I just want to be honest with the topic and really find where it originates from, finding a solution. So first I want to discuss my favorite stanza of her poem. She says, Must my people be in pain? Hold their heads down in shame. Always have to take the blame. Brown skin against blue uniform, it's like a quiet storm. And I think that portrays um, police brutality in our days very well because 
it very much is brown skin against blue uniform. Um, and for people with brown skin, this is not a new thing. This has been something that we've been struggling with since the beginning of time. But I feel like her use of saying it's a quiet storm is also interpreted by it's showing that, you know, there's not too much media coverage over it. When people hear about it, they just pass it to the back of their brain. They're just, they're so used to and dulled to it that it doesn't really matter. And I think that's something that really needs to change. I feel, right, right. And I, right, right. I think it's it's even important to point out the fact that you, you know, you're calling these strangers brothers and sisters because we come up from that same struggle, that kinship. But people who are don't understand, they're not seeing them as brothers. They're not seeing them as you know, that could be me. They're just seeing, oh, another black man, you know, another black woman must have been their fault, you know. Oh, it's sad a child got mixed up in it, but that's what happens when you're in that type of neighborhood, you know. It's not right. 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 It's just always happening. And it's honestly it's not it's not only black people. This is also for just people of color in general. Um for police officers who are just generally racist, like they don't particularly care. They probably have an emphasis on the type of people that they don't like but if they just don't care for people of color you know this is not just the black community that's being targeted and I think that's what needs to be focused on when we talk about police brutality because it's not just blacks against the police you know it should be POC or even just citizens against the police because we can't obviously we can't do that you know I think that's what um, George Floyd's murder, that's why it was so such a big thing, you know. His death woke up a lot of the world that was sleeping to it, you know. They were able to see the brutal murder of him, you know. People on the side begging for the cops to let him breathe, you know. Whatever he did wrong is, you know, it will be tried in court, but 
at least let him live another day, you know? He knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And you can see in the video too that the cop is being like completely dismissive of the cries of the people that are watching and recording. Like, right? He he genuinely did not care. Like, you can see it in his face and his body language. He did not care. Um, but. Black Lives Matter. And what I noticed about, you know, um, those protests is a lot of them actually weren't spread around the media like George Floyd's death. Like, you would see a few of them, you know, but you would you would see the brutalness of it, and you're thinking, oh, they're going home the next day. No, they're back on the street the next day for a week, you know what I mean? And it's only one day is getting covered, five minutes of it, you know? Um, I think that I believe that George Floyd's murder also shows people how invincible cops can be because as a bystander, you want to, I know, I know in their mind, they just want to walk up to that cop and push him, you know, you know, um, make him move so the man can breathe, but you're going to jail after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you don't want what he was doing to George Floyd, you're trying to prevent due to you because you got in his way, you know? So it's just a double-edged sword.
right 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 and i think that um that closely relates to the recent case for um, ahmaud aubrey you know the person the two people that actually murdered him one of them was a previous cop or a previous sheriff i believe and you can tell by his demeanor and just him approaching that situation that this is not the first time he knew his buddies there he knew that whatever happened there like he like he did went to length of killing a man he knew that he would get covered basically or so he thought so i just think it's really important to notice that about cops you know i mean i even saw one about a a cop that was off duty and he just ran over a black man that was crossing the street and then as as people are witnessing this right one woman's doing um cpr one woman's doing cpr to save his life this man is standing there swearing oh he jumped on my car he jumped on my car like not even caring about the life the man that's dying next to him because of him while his child's in the car so it's just it's just a messed up world. Like you said, it's a very complex topic. Um, definitely not something that can be just changed in a day overnight. So, I think I think it's important that, <clears throat> and not only for the black community, I think it's important that you know communities, communities and you know religions and everything, they come together for each other, so that when you're in trouble, your community's in trouble, we have your back as well. You know, the give and take type of situation. So I, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Leah. No problem. Mm -hmm.